Some of the strangest discoveries from ancient history are being found in the most surprising places. As if finding a mummified dog or ancient aquatic megapredator wasn't groundbreaking enough, scientists went on to discover what was in their stomachs. And then things really got weird. The last meals of ancient critters are offering startling new clues about what life was like millions of years ago. We've learned that when dinosaurs roamed the Earth, ancient sea monsters wreaked more havoc in the ocean than we thought possible. And FYI, a go-to snack for puppies during the Ice Age? Woolly rhinoceroses. Obviously. The surprise contents found in ancient bellies from the past are finally giving some creatures the credit they deserve, and forcing science to rethink predation altogether, slowly rewriting history, literally, from the inside out. Welcome to the Abstract Podcast from Inverse. I'm Tanya Bustos, your host. Our first story is about how a rare discovery of an ancient mummified puppy is offering surprising new clues to what the Ice Age was really like. Made possible by permafrost, scientists hope the finding can lead to new ideas about ancient dog populations and evolutionary history at large. Our second story is about how researchers found the skeleton of a 13-foot-long lizard inside the stomach of an ancient sea monster. Known as ichthyosaurs, these ancient reptiles turned out to be way more metal than scientists realized, and they're now defining how we look at megapredation. This is The Abstract, a look at the latest scientific discoveries and technology innovations from the reporters at Inverse. In each episode, we explore a single theme through two different stories. Up now, upon finding a mysterious last meal inside the belly of a mummified puppy, how scientists are now rethinking ancient evolutionary history. end of the ice age it was the ice age ice age yes ice age that's right the ice age now that's why they call it the ice age ice age or modern day i was looking over some material about the ice age why do we call it the ice age because there was a lot of ice around roughly twenty thousand years ago the world was an icy one Miles of glaciers were stretched across the globe and woolly mammoths rhinos and paleolithic dogs just roamed around for a snapshot of life during the last ice age, researchers used processes like permafrost and mummification. Luckily for them, the frozen soil in Siberia is really good at preserving ancient animals. It's been keeping things cold for thousands of years. And luckily for science, research teams have been really good at finding ancient frozen puppies there. And for a long time, specimens of ancient creatures have been giving scientists a better understanding of what Ice Age animals looked like compared to their modern counterparts, as well as what Ice Age life was like. Our latest clue? A mummified puppy's mysterious last meal. About a decade ago, this 14,000-year-old frozen canine was discovered in Russia. This perfectly preserved Ice Age puppy still had all of its fur and teeth intact. Now, inside its stomach, scientists have found the remains of another animal entirely, also complete with yellow fur. DNA sequencing showed that the Ice Age puppy ate bits of a woolly rhinoceros shortly before it died. Both frozen in time and literally frozen, these resulting samples are a preservation of history that's opening up brand new questions about the population and evolutionary history of dogs. Inverse's Nina Pulanu has more on this and joins us right now. Hey, Nina. Hey. So um, there's so much to get into, but is this as weird as it sounds? How often does this even happen? How often do we find another animal preserved in another animal's stomach? Yes, this is 
definitely unusual um, to find tissue from another animal, especially so well preserved inside the stomach, um, in this case of a puppy. This genetic analysis, because this is quite the genetic analysis, if ever there was one. How does discovering this all come to be possible? Through what means? Yeah, so this sample of the puppy was found back in 2011. And the discovery inside its stomach of this um, yellow fur was originally thought to be a cave lion. Um, It just sort of lined up. It made sense from what we know about samples of cave lions. And that was sort of the, the leading theory until researchers were looking into the woolly rhino. And that involved taking DNA from these samples and actually analyzing them. So based on not just observation, but actually sequencing the DNA of these ancient samples. And that led them to the discovery that the last meal of this puppy was actually a woolly rhino. What was interesting to learn was how this ground in Siberia is basically like a uh, freezer of sorts. Can you talk a little bit more about the process of permafrost and mummification? What exactly is going on? Yeah, permafrost is a really um, great scientific tool, even though it's naturally occurring. And what it basically does is it freezes animals in this moment of time. Um, And with the mummification, what researchers think may have happened here is that the dog died really suddenly, possibly was covered by rubble right away. And that sort of allowed it to become naturally mummified and and just really well preserved. You know, this also begs the question, how did a puppy manage to eat a woolly rhino in the first place? Any guesses? Yeah, I think that's a big question now for these researchers, too, now that they know now that they know what was really inside the puppy. Uh, I think there's few theories. It's possible that the dog was part of a pack that sort of hunted and scavenged together. Um, It's also possible that another carnivore or even a human was involved in the hunt and and this pup was just sort of capitalizing on somebody else's hunting skills. So we don't know for sure, but there are a few theories out there. Can we use this finding to learn more about dogs in the scientific sense? Is there anything more we can glean from this, take from this? I mean, it's a big finding, but what, what more is there to learn? Yes. One of the really cool things about these well-preserved samples is that they give us little snapshots into what life was like around the end of the Ice Age uh, in particular, when humans were beginning their spread across the planet. Um, And we've seen other dog samples, for example, um, discovered in Siberia that tell us a little bit more about the domestication of dogs and how um, wolves eventually started living with humans and, and became the domesticated dogs we have today. So there are all kinds of scientific insights that we can get from these really well-preserved specimens. Fascinating stuff as usual. Nino Polanu, thanks so much. Thank you. Scientists already knew that the ichthyosaurs were a scary group of oceanic predators, but a new discovery from inside the stomach of this ancient fish lizard is giving it further clout when it comes to hunting skills and turning mega predation on its head. I'm going to try to say this right. It is called an Ichthyosaurus. Today we'll be looking at Ichthyosaurus. Folks, I'm going to show you how to tame the Ichthyosaurus. So uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about the Ichthyosaurus, the uber of the water. Ichthyosaurs were ancient reptilian predators. One that ruled not the land, but the sea. And it was a reptile. We went to study another giant Ichthyosaur. 85 Ichthyosaurs. One of my first articulated Ichthyosaur vertebrae. This was unlike any other bone I'd seen before. It's a five meter long Ichthyosaur. Unlike dinosaurs, these lived in the oceans. Prehistoric 
work underwater reptiles. Meaning fish lizard in Greek, ichthyosaurs once dominated the world's oceans for millions of years. Scientists already knew that ichthyosaurs were a gnarly group of predators. They were literal sea monsters at the top of the marine food chain, after all. In fact, they used specialized teeth for the grasping, not cutting, and devouring of soft animals like cephalopods and fish. In short, very scary. Yet, in a new discovery published August 2020 in the journal iScience, researchers found the skeleton of a 13-foot-long lizard inside this ancient fish lizard's stomach. The findings in this lizard specimen have given ichthyosaurs even more predatory power than previously thought. Never finding anything this complete in the stomach of a giant reptile before, the findings suggest this kind of predatory behavior was likely more widespread than previously believed. And now, researchers are rethinking megapredators altogether. Here with more on this is Inverse's Nina Pulano. Hey, Nina, welcome back. Hey. So first, tell me about these potentially as big as 80 foot long fish lizards. What's their um, what's their predatory street cred in the ancient marine world like? Seems like they're quite a dangerous bunch or they were. Yeah. So these were some pretty rad predators. The uh, group of dinosaurs called Ichthyosaurus. Their name means fish lizards. They were these giant, basically sea monsters. um, And they were believed to be at the top of the food chain. But it was also hypothesized that mainly these predators were snacking on soft-bodied animals, things like cephalopods and fish. And basically the assumption there was that because they had specialized teeth that were made for grasping and not sort of slicing and cutting prey, that they must be eating animals that are on the softer side. So in finding this unprecedented large reptile prey inside this mega predator, what did we learn about what was already a monster-like creature, that they were even more monster-like? Is that what we can basically take from this? Yeah, I think the upshot is that even though we knew they were at the top of the food chain, they were more impressive even than we knew. In this study, scientists found a 13-foot-long lizard skeleton inside the stomach of one of these ichthyosaurs. And the sample itself, the predator, was only about 16 feet long. So that's pretty that's pretty impressive. So the big deal here is that this is basically the oldest evidence ever for predation of megafauna. Can you first explain what this means and furthermore, how this is essentially causing scientists to rethink mega predation altogether? Absolutely. So megapredation is, you know, sounds pretty intense and it basically refers to eating prey that's larger than a human. So these sea monsters could have eaten us, realistically. What is really interesting here, I think, for scientists is that having this proof tells us that previous assumptions, which were working with the information we had, might not cut it when it comes to learning about these ancient predators' diets. So we only were able to guess at what these ichthyosaurs were eating because of their teeth and the way that their teeth were formed suggested that they were eating softer animals. Well, now we know that this new finding completely challenges that idea. So I think that introduces new questions of what other ancient reptiles in this same group that had the same kinds of teeth were actually taking on much larger prey as well. It's a lot to think about, a lot to digest there, no pun intended, but a really fascinating story. Um, Listeners can head to inverse.com to read the full breakdown. In the meantime, Nina, thanks so much. Thank you.
Head to Inverse.com to read more about the latest discoveries lurking in the ancient underbellies of the past. You can click on the link in the show notes for all stories we talked about today. If you agree that science and facts matter more than ever, give us a rating and review on iTunes to help more people find The Abstract and other podcasts like it. New episodes of The Abstract are released three times a week. Find old episodes and more original reporting on science, innovation, culture, and entertainment at Inverse.com. Look for The Abstract Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast app you use. For Inverse, I'm Tanya Bustos. Thanks for listening.